What's up Course Hero? Welcome to yet another episode of the Course Wizards podcast. Before we get started, I wanted to take a moment and apologize for the audio quality when I am talking during this episode with Chris and I. Uh, I have tried my best to repair it as much as possible, but sometimes post-production, it is just beyond repair. So I hope you will enjoy this episode. We were able to fix it in the next one. So stay tuned and enjoy and I will let you get to it. Welcome to the Course Wizards podcast with Amit Arora and Christopher Maselli. Get ready to discover the latest tools and tips on how to create, teach, and market your online training course. Now here's your hosts, Amit and Chris. What is up, Course Wizards? Welcome back to yet another episode. I am your host, Amit, and I'm here today with Chris uh, Maselli. What's happening, Chris? Hey, Amit, I'm doing well. I'm, I'm excited because we have, uh, we've done something a little different today for our topic, aren't we? Yeah, I came across this question in one of the Facebook groups uh, by Rosanna, and she had asked that she has outgrown Excel. She was 30 thousand contacts 30,000 contacts in Excel like in, in Excel. an Excel spreadsheet God bless her soul, yeah, yeah. And she, she, she had that for Excel <laughs> <laughs> and she wants to know what are some of the alternatives, so I figured you and I can discuss what those alternatives are not just for contacts, but more on a broader topic, right? So we can take this question uh, as a seed and use that as a more broader outlook on I outgrew Excel when I was trying to build my course. I was using the tabs at the bottom as like my modules Mm -hmm. and on each tab was the name of a module and then I'll just write the lessons on all of those tabs but I realized that I was kind of outgrowing that because I needed custom fields and I wanted to make it look awesome <laughs> and i couldn't do that so let's talk about some of the tools that we have used my first one is trello have you used trello chris oh i love trello trello i, I think of almost all of it, we're really talking about where's what can you use to store content right or to store uh like uh rosanna was storing contacts but this is also for storing other things and and creating databases or information yes. bases almost really of just uh, things you want to remember or things you want to do or whatever. And Trello, I think, is one of the easiest ways to do that. It is just downright easy to do anything you want to do in Trello. It's colorful. It's fun. It's it's. There's not a whole lot of controls to it, um, but they do have power-ups, don't they? Yes. And as we're recording this episode, Chris and I are staring at our Trello board of our things to talk about, which we manage this podcast through Trello. Mm -hmm. Free to use. uh, You can have members in it and there are power-ups. But if you don't want to pay for power-ups, there are also Chrome extensions that do awesome things to your Trello. So you can check out Trello, trello trello.com, free to use. And uh, they just announced this week... Uh, which may be a couple weeks before this uh, podcast airs, but they've just announced that they're going to be adding a new layout view, and it's currently in beta. They're actually actually accepting people for the beta for this, where they're going to have a view that is like a spreadsheet, where you can actually see what you put in Trello across rows, and you can sort by rows and that sort of thing. So I'm very interested to see where that goes, but that's a little more like Excel in that manner, and it could be really useful. Interesting. Okay. I'll have to uh, check it out when it's released. 
the next one I'm a, I'm a big fan of now uh, is if you outgrow Trello or you just want some advanced functionality, I've started using Notion. And Notion is a amazing database. Think of Notion as Excel, and each cell in that Excel is its own database. So you can expand the cell, right? Imagine that you click on a cell, it opens up, and now you have more data inside the cell. You can open it up again, and there's more data inside it. So you can basically add a page within a page within a page within a page, and you can just keep going in depth. Um, there are millions of tutorials on how to use Notion. Another free tool, uh, just like Trello, you can use labels, custom fields, roll-up fields, formula fields. You name it, you can do it, and it's free. Notion.so. Notion, N-O-T-I-O-N. That's, that's a good one. You know, th these are interesting because as course creators, we are always handling a lot of information, aren't we? And so whether you're wanting to plan out what your courses are or, or keep track of who all your students are, these are the kinds of things that you're going to find yourself using. So it's good to get familiar with a couple of these uh, uh, kind of programs that we're talking about. Uh, another one I like is called Smartsheet. Now, this Smartsheet is kind of like Excel. It looks like Excel on on the you know on a quick look, but the mm -hmm. deeper you get into it, it can do so much more. It can it can handle databases of just about all kinds, including it can even um, turn you, what you put in there into things like Gantt charts and. Uh, uh, like you said, databases, all that sort of thing. So it's really an interesting piece of software. Uh, we've used it a lot. It can read Excel uh, te uh, templates and Excel files, but then it it has a lot of power behind it, and it's all online. So you can share things. You can collaborate through it. Uh, so, yeah, check out Smartsheet. I really like that one too. Yeah, and all the tools that Chris and I are talking about are – Either dirt cheap or free to use. I'm not sure about the Smartsheet smart plan. Not, it's not free. They, they have a, <laughs> uh, they give a free trial, but then I, I I don't remember what it is. But it's it's five or six dollars a month at least. And maybe gotcha. fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I mean, check out the free ones. Motion trailer free. Smartsheet is really cool. I've heard about it. Uh, the next one that is similar to an Excel is Airtable. And uh, Chris, I don't know if you have heard of Airtable. Have you tried this before? I have not used Airtable, but I've heard good things about it. Yeah, and again, uh, similar concept. It is free. On their free plan, you get, uh, they use this thing called bases. So each cell of an Excel file or an Excel sheet becomes a base. Uh, and you get unlimited bases, but you get 1,200 records per base. Definitely worth checking out and similar concept to, I would say Airtable is like if Motion and Trello and Excel had babies, <laughs> that would be Airtable. Very well, so you talk about uh, uh, bases. Uh, another one that I like is Basecamp. Now, Basecamp is... Uh, it's really a way to collaborate with other users in your organization, though it also has database capabilities. So when I've used it in organizations, it's a way to put team projects in there, you know, and you all see what each other's working on, that sort of thing. Um, but you can put your clients in there. You can put all your projects in there. And you can store information in there. So we found it very useful to take uh, anytime there was new information that came in from a client, we would drop it into Basecamp and just have this 
overall large database area that everyone in the organization could access. Um, it is free for the personal version, but the personal version is pretty limited. I think you can only do about three projects on that, where if you're if you're a business, though, it costs like $99 a month for the business, which is actually pretty expensive. And by the way, I did look up uh, um, uh, Smartsheet, and it was $14 a month. So some of these do cost, uh, but mm -hmm. if you need something that powerful, it may be well worth it. A lot of people find it worth it. For sure. And... Uh... Now, this isn't traditionally the next one. The next two are not traditionally databases to handle 30,000 contacts, but I have, uh, we've talked about this before, Evernote. Uh, so that's something to think of. If you just want to organize your thoughts, you know, organize how your content calendar is going to look like, you can use Evernote. It's just another tool to get the job done. And you can use it in multiple different ways. Again, if you Google Evernote templates, you'll find tons of different things you can do with Evernote. I personally, my favorite thing to use Evernote is to scan documents, because if you just click the camera button and you take a picture of a document, it scans it like a scanner. So I love using Evernote just for that. Yeah, Evernote is great for scanning receipts. It also uh, takes, you can put a lot of information in there. I know people who journal in Evernote. Um, I have over 10,000 notes in my Evernote myself. I love Evernote. Uh, I had for a while subscribed to their premium version, which is about $60 a year and allows you to search PDFs, which is mm -hmm. really handy. Um, but haven't didn't find myself using it near as much as uh, uh, that that it was worth doing the premium version. So I backed down to the regular version, which is free. Uh, but it's really cool because uh, you can import information quickly on your phone or on your computer and it's, or even on your watch. And it's even, it's, it's really quick right there when you need it. Yeah, and, and I stopped using it when they on the free, cause I'm just cheap like that. I don't like to pay for software if I don't have to. Uh, but when they said that on their free plans, you could not sync more than one device. Yeah, right. So whatever notes are on your phone are not going to show up on your computer. I'm like, all right, I'm going to find something else, which is where I found what you're going to talk about next, which is OneNote. OneNote. Yeah, OneNote is Microsoft's. Uh, it comes with Microsoft Office, but it is free. It's a free download. Um, and it's a lot like Evernote, though it organizes things um, instead of in... Um, uh, Instead of the way Evernote does it, which is like folders on the side, Evernote, OneNote rather, looks a lot more like a, you remember Trapper Keepers from the 80s, right? Yeah. You had all those sections and you had the, yep. the tab folders. That's kind of what OneNote is like. And so a lot of people like it because it is very um, easy to look like what you might use, you know, on a physical version of something like this. It's like a big Trapper Keeper. and But you could put audio files in there and you can put pictures and notes and, and what have you. Um, I, I, I have tried to use Evernote uh, time and again. I thought, hey, this might be a good Evernote alternative. Never quite worked the way I wanted it to, so I never didn't love it. Uh, but there are people who are fanatical about it. So uh, definitely, if you're looking at Evernote, also check out OneNote. Yeah, and I use it for uh, my company. Like when I'm with a client, we're on a call, I'm taking notes. I like to keep everything organized in one place. And OneNote, uh, what I love about it is we also use Microsoft Teams and OneNote seamlessly integrates into Teams. So I could be taking a note in my notebook and then I close it, 
it will be available in teams sent across all devices and then one of my team members can go and take a look at what did i write during a client meeting yeah and if you're an outlook person i think it can also uh, sync with outlook also so you can sync your emails up there real easy and uh uh, a lot of people love that. So definitely if you're in the Microsoft camp and you use all their, their office programs, I think uh, you'll find OneNote a good, a good thing. Um, now for our next two items, um, let's, let's get back to this original question from Rosanna where she talks about having 30,000 contacts <laughs> because yeah. a lot of these things that we've talked about aren't really for holding 30,000 contacts, right? But I think these next two are. And what you may be surprised to hear as you're listening to this is that these may be things you already own. Uh, and the first one is your mail platform, your email platform. So if you use an email platform like MailChimp or like I use Gist, G-I-S-T, uh, they actually have ways to store 30,000 contacts or more and keep them in a database. You can add tags to them. You can send emails to them. You can add um, extra fields to them. And it's all built right there in some software you already use. And it's much more efficient, I think, than using something like Excel. Don't, don't you think so, Amit? Yeah. I mean, if the purpose is just to store the data, then I would say absolutely, you know, you can use any of these. One thing to keep in mind, though, is MailChimp or Gist or any of these email marketing platforms charge you by the contact. Good uh, so, Very good point. Yeah. So if you have like a million contacts, you're going to be paying through the mails to store those million contacts, at which point you might want to consider investing in a true CRM like a Salesforce or a Zoho which is built for that kind of stuff where you can export to Excel, you can you know, have pretty reports and filters and charts and all that fun stuff. But for sure, uh, if, if you're not going to grow that much, then go with a simple email marketing solution. That's a great idea, Chris. Although, although I, I, and this is really probably a, a talk for another episode, um, but my thought would be if you have 30,000 contacts and they're active contacts, you're not going to have any problem paying a little more for your <laughs> subscriptions, right? Because these are active clients. But if they're not active, uh, you may need to start curating your list because you really just want to keep a very active list. But we'll talk about that on another episode. Yes, we should definitely write that down as an <laughs> episode to talk about. Uh, so the last thing is your own course uh, platform, your learning management system which allows you to have students and students are nothing but contacts oh, and are. database. Yeah. And so, so yeah. So whether you're using New Zendler, which is what we love, or you use Teachable or, or another Thinkific, some other platform, they've probably already got a way for you to keep all your contacts in there. And again, your whole purpose of having those contacts is to email them and to contact them. And so um, uh, you can do that right through that platform. Yep. And I think uh, that's a wrap for all these different... And we, Chris and I had talked about this before. We stopped doing what you're doing because we just give you all these tools in the main section of the episode. These are all the things we dig. So let me go through them again for anyone who did was thinking, oh, what was that? I wanted to write that down. Okay, yeah. so, so the question was, if I've outgrown Excel because I don't want to have everything here in spreadsheets, what else can I use? So one of our favorite tools is Trello, which is a very easy-to-use uh, platform for keeping track of what you do. That's Trello, T-R-E-L-L-O.com. Uh, a couple of the databases we also love are Notion. 
and Airtable. If you want to keep a lot of notes together, I recommend you check out Evernote or OneNote. If you're wanting to have uh, something for your business that keeps track of uh, what uh, everyone's projects that they're working on, check out Basecamp. There's a lot of other programs like that out there, but Basecamp is one of the more popular ones. Uh, Smartsheet is just like Excel, but it's on steroids. So check out Smartsheet. And then, of course, you may already have a platform like this that you can use if you're using a mail platform like MailChimp or your own cost course software like New Zendler. Awesome. Thank you, Chris. And thank you all for listening. That's it for this episode. If you like this episode, hit the subscribe button, rate, review, and on your favorite podcasting platform. Until next time, stay safe, keep creating those courses, and we will see you on the flip side. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Course Wizards podcast with Amit Aurora and Christopher Maselli. Get a free PDF of their favorite online training resources, as well as notes from this podcast at coursewizards.com.